Welcome back to episode 55 of SEC Talks. This is your co-host Caden and I'm here with Jackson and Hanley and we are super excited to bring you guys back another episode that is going to be two parts. We're going to dive into this past weekend of SEC games. We're going to talk about the AP poll and do some college football playoff predictions and some crazy scenarios that could happen in the SEC and then do our predictions for this coming weekend, including the huge matchup in Knoxville, uh, top six matchup versus the undefeated Vols and the undefeated uh, Crimson Tide. So, and we're enjoying some uh, Krabby Patty gummies while, um, yeah, but we're going to go ahead. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get started. Hanley, do you want to um, start? <laughs> Yeah, I'll get it started. <laughs> All right, so first we're going to go through our recap of this. Oh, my gosh. This 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 show is so childish. Go into another room until you can get yourself together. What are you doing? Out. All right. Okay. Sorry about that, everyone. It has no idea what's possibly going on. I miss when we did video sometimes. <clears throat> oh, yeah. We need to get back to that. All right. So, first game of the week, we had Texas A&M at Alabama. Alabama won 24-20. Haynes King sucks. He went 25 so of 46 for 253 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Jalen Milrow from Alabama went 12 of 19 for 111 yards, three touchdowns, an interception, and two fumbles. Uh, Jameer Gibbs had 154 rushing yards. And <laughs> another one that I normally would not mention, but Will Reichert had two missed field goals on the night. So this was a wild game. It was uh, it was super intense the whole time. For those of you who can't see, Jackson still hasn't gotten it together. <laughs> This game was crazy, and to my, I, I love seeing Bama lose. I wanted this weekend to be an undefeated matchup, but Jimbo Fisher, whoever called that last play needs to be fired. I actually don't think it was a bad call. Really? I well, Your best play in your playbook, one play. Okay, I don't think it's necessarily a good call, but no one's talking about the fact that that was on the quarterback. So that play in particular, if you go rewind it, it's the play where your your receiver essentially runs into the end zone about a yard and a half, and he turns back. This was run by either Bama or Clemson, one of their championships a few years back, and if run well, it, it's a deadly play. <clears throat> the idea is that you turn back to the corner with the uh, – It's like a short comeback route. It's like a short comeback, and the idea is that when you turn back toward the sideline – you're just there with the corner of the end zone, and the idea is that you're kind of shielding off the cornerback from you. So if you go watch it on replay, what's supposed to happen is the quarterback, as soon as he's turning, as soon as the guy's breaking his route to come back, that ball's supposed to be let go right then. Right. So that when he turns, it's there. The play, it was actually there. If you go back and rewatch it, it was there. The quarterback just hesitated. And you can see the receiver turned because I, I didn't see this in live, in, watching it live, because uh, I felt the same way. I was like, what on earth was that? 
when the receiver turned, he was like fully expecting the ball to be right there. And he even like was a little off balance because like it's not just a stop and come back. You're supposed to like really get your momentum moving back towards the field of play so that you can shield off better. Well, he like had to move and you could see him like stumble because he was like, oh my gosh, the ball's not even remotely close yet. So he like stumbled and then got essentially legal. This is legal, but like the cornerback just kind of like slowly like kind of shoved him back um, towards like the one, two yard line. I'm not saying it was the right play call. Yeah, I mean, but it was a horrible play by the quarterback. Yeah, he well, he's just a horrible quarterback. Like you got to know your quarterback for one thing. I agree and, with that. And then also, if you're running, if you have one play from the two yard line, I agree. To win no. the game, I'm not running that play, even if it's a good design. You got to know your personnel, and I like, I like more like a whip route, like what Mechie did last year against yeah. Auburn in the Iron Bowl, or. A fade to one of your big receivers if you're going to do a one on one. I that's my problem. Too much, there's not enough room for error. I would have liked if you know if I had the right personnel, I like running a rollout. Yeah, play action so that you can get your you can get your quarterback moving and you really just you really confuse the DBs and in on the end zone right there when you're real close. It's very difficult for the DBs, yeah, to because they're trying to keep, they have to keep their eyes on the quarterback so he doesn't come in and score. But the problem is the the Bama DNs all night were destroying the tackles. I like so, the option play too on that. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know what I would have called. I mean, we're not coaches, but I would have called that. I thought Milrow looked okay. He made a couple of of nice. Throws, but they were all slants and crossing routes. He threw three touchdown passes. It was all slants and crossing routes, though. Yeah. A couple of them were decent throws, but they weren't like he wasn't picking apart a defense. <laughs> he wasn't picking he, anyone apart. I'm pretty confident. If he starts this weekend, y'all would win by two touchdowns. I think we'll win. Two touchdowns. I think we have a chance to win even if Bryce plays. I think he will. Win. I would it, rather. Play out then with Bryce because say we win, I would too. at least there's not the excuse. You know, I would. Well, but then we play Bryce. But see, what's on right? See, I've been saying, <laughs> I've been saying that, but there's going to be an excuse either way because they're going to say, "Oh, Bryce is hurt." So if we're, if there's going to be an excuse either way, you might as well. Play I kind of hope Tillman Bryce. doesn't play just so that y'all have an excuse back. Yeah, I mean he hasn't played, and we are starting safety. Yeah. Uh, that's another story. Um, I, fi- I thought Milrow proved it. You get into a big-time game, you can't rely on him. I know he passed for the three touchdowns. It was 111 yards, though. Dude, he's going to run all over us. If you contain him, he won't. That's the problem. You don't think y'all can contain him? We'll see. Maybe. If he if he plays. We need to be aggressive. Oh, that's all I know. Um, can't do like he did against Florida. <clears throat> Well, if you're playing Mill Road, you got, you really don't need to be aggressive. With the way our defense is, like. Well, but you think AM's defense is that good? Their secondary is better than ours. You think so? Our secondary is horrible. And, I mean, that's why. You say I, that, dude. That's why Florida. Will Rogers us, threw all over AM. That's why Florida picked us apart. It's because we sat back in zone and let, let him throw. 
Um, we need to blitz more. That's when our defense is. You know, we, we're actually like the second best defense in SEC statistically. I think. Could be. We, we're held teams to 17 points per game. And we only have, we have like a bunch of, we had two, no, four out of the five games we forced multiple turnovers. Oh, yeah. man. Doesn't that just bring back great memories of the fact that Auburn is like second to last in all of college football on the turnover <laughs> margin? Oh, wow. Hotty toddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Also, I, I wanted to point out that Will Reichard missed two field goals. That's wild. One of them, he's, he's one been, of them is excusable, like 50 yards. A 50-yarder, I think we can all agree, yeah. in, at the college level, no one's going to bash you for missing a 50-yarder. But for him, that is weird. For him, he probably should hit it. I don't think he's had a game where he's missed two, like his career. Mm-hmm. And then he missed like a 30, 35-yarder. Yeah. That wasn't a good one. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I'll be honest, I thought the biggest thing in the game to me was the fact that Haynes King threw his pick right before the half. Bama went down like 40 seconds left and kicked a field goal. That field goal ended up being the difference maker. Yep. So. Agreed. Um, but, yeah, I mean, A&M still was not very impressive to me. They were – it was all they could do to get down there and score on Bama. Um, but, yeah, so. Okay, the next game of the week – we had Auburn and Georgia. Georgia won 42 to 10. Um, Auburn played their managers. Uh, oh, no, that was just the real team. They just sucked that bad. Um, Robbie Ashford was 13 of 38. That's horrible. 13 of 38? For 165 yards and a touchdown. We could do that. Stetson went 22 of 32 for 208 yards. Georgia had 292 rushing yards and six touchdowns on the ground. Did you see the comment that the Auburn alignment made before the game? Yeah, that was that, – that. I have a grievance right here on this tard. This dude, <laughs> Brandon Council sucks, and he was like, we can dominate. <laughs> oh, really? That was the Jackson. He thing. said that. <laughs> he with a straight face in a press conference said, we can dominate Georgia. Uh, you can't dominate San Jose. Well, he said they're D line. Yeah. They're okay. Still... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, our forty-five rushing yards really look good on Saturday. So I also found a video. I think I showed it to you the other day. <clears throat> you can go look this up on the internet too. This is my grievance of the week. Our offensive line is horrible. They're horrible. There's a video on the internet of our right tackle. They snap the ball. And there is a defensive man right in front of him. He, I wish we had this on, we had a video of this that you all could see. You should need to go look up Auburn offensive lineman being dumb. And (laughs) there's a man, I think it's the right tackle and it's the defensive end, if I'm not mistaken. So the defensive end is to his right. He's lined up to his right. So snap the ball. Our dude just turns left. Almost like he's going to shake someone's hand. And there's nobody there. There's not a Georgia dude there. The Georgia player stands up like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to be trapped or something. Like, that's the only reason you don't get blocked is on a trap play. No, our dude just has a serious mental problem. 
and decided to just run right past him. So they just get a free rush on Robbie Ashford. Of course, he's running for his life. I mean, this play is so unbearable to watch. You have to wonder where they found these guys. And then in the post game, Harson said, "Well, our offensive linemen, like they certainly don't, they don't lack talent. Talent? What?" That'd be a fun video to post too. That's crazy. We should do that. We should. We should. We need to get Ben. I, ben, we gotta get you on there. Talent. You're right. They don't like talent. They like a brain. Like you pieces of garbage. That and, does go back. I mean, that's. Like, it's not even coaching. What on earth? There's a dude in front of you. You have to block him. Well, it's coaching if it's they're not getting the right calls. What right call? What does it call for the dude to block the man right in front of him? If it's like a read option or something. That wasn't a read option. That was a, <laughs> he I'm was saying. in a shotgun for a pass. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. What if Robbie gave him the wrong call? I, 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 I just don't think so. It's pretty bad. How often does a lineman like that just get a free rush, though? On read option. I don't end, think right? there wasn't even a running back in that backfield. I don't know. I don't know what there was. I'm just I'm saying, just Robbie could have given the wrong call. I don't know. I don't think it was a read option. Because on the read option, they normally go past him to the linebackers. This dude just turned to his left like he was ordering at a McDonald's, <laughs> looking out his freaking <laughs> car, window. car window. Like, excuse me, I'm like a double quarter pounder of cheese. Like, I like the McChickens. So, yeah. I mean, Auburn... Oh, my gosh, they're so bad. Thank God that we scored one touchdown. All right, we got to speed it up. Moving on, we've got Tennessee and LSU. Tennessee won 40-13. Hendon went 17-27 for 240 yards and two touchdowns. Jabari Small had 127 yards and two touchdowns. And Jaden Daniels went 32-45 for 300 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Okay. He went for 300. He went above 100 this time. They threw it 45 times. I think we need to talk about Brian Kelly's decision making. It's horrible. So it's not about winning; it's about being on time. It's about being on time. So they (laughs) they drove down. Obviously, for those who didn't watch the game, so LSU muffed the opening kick. Tennessee recovered it. That was so bad. Went down, scored a touchdown. Then we held them to a three and out, and we returned a 58-yard punt, <laughs> got tackled by the punter, kicked a field goal. Then we stopped stopped them on downs, and actually they got down to the 10-yard line, mm-hmm. and they had a fourth and four. Which isn't taking super short. Yeah, it's not. It's not super it's short. It's like fourth and two. Okay. I think it has to be three or less. And they were talking about this, too. Coaching decisions on the other team are being made based off of how high-powered Tennessee's offense is. Yeah. Because it's getting to a point where it's like you can't trade field goals for these guys. That's why Florida went for it on fourth down like every (coughs) time. But to a degree, I just feel like early in the game – because you don't really – I mean, I think Tennessee was up – was it 10-0 or or 6-0? 10. Was it 10? I just think it makes a lot of sense to kick a field goal. It does. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Especially on fourth and Just four. for a mental aspect, four just like, get some points on the board. Four is far. Like, in my mind, to be honest with you, 
17 to nothing is different from 17 to three, and not just the three point difference. From a mental aspect, you're like, okay, two two, two possessions yeah. is different than three. And to be honest with you, two, you're, it's very easy to convince yourself, like, hey, we're still in this. When it gets to like 17 nothing, it you start to be like, oh, yeah, uh, we're we're not in good shape here. So I, I just I didn't agree with that. Now it would not have changed the outcome. No, not at all. And Tennessee, I mean, we stopped him like on four fourth downs. The Hinden Hooker dropped a dime to Jalen Hyatt down the left sideline. And Hooker, Ooh. the thing that concerned me is we lost three fumbles, but then LSU didn't get any of them. Ooh. So that's that's kind of concerning. Well, you know all of those are going to fall into Alabama's hands. More than likely. Yeah. One of them was off uh, a blitz that our freshman running back didn't pick up. Who uh, Who is y'all's receiver that's been doing well? Jamari Small? No. He's a running back, right? Running back. Who am I thinking of? Jalen Hyatt, Brew McCoy. Brew McCoy. He's been playing well, man. He's a dog. He's been playing good without Tillman. Yeah, is, is Tillman supposed to be back this week? Supposedly. Okay. No. Yeah. And then – but Brew was a starter either way. Yeah, Ramel Keaton. But he's been a good, a good dude to step up without having Tillman. And that's the crazy part about Tennessee's offense is, I mean, they just lose key guys and they just keep going. Yeah, you know, we didn't have our starting left tackle against LSU. Right. Yeah, when we didn't allow a sack all game. Without our best offensive player outside of Hooker, the only player on our offense that I think we cannot replace is Hendon. Yeah, he you you probably can't replace him. But that's that's it. Maybe our center. But. So, good outing overall for Tennessee, though. Uh, moving on, we got all like, this. I want to ask huh? you this, too. Do you like them moving up to six? <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Six. I think, I think that's fair. Okay. Do you? I, I do, especially because everybody in front of them won. Who else did they jump? They jumped at Oklahoma State and – I think it was USC. Did they? They've got a good resume. Um, they started out unranked, right? Didn't Tennessee yep, start on right? It's just part of the, part of the preseason. It's just part of the preseason. But it's all going to work itself out. If Bama started off on ranks, we'd be ahead of them. Yeah. Because um, I would say Tennessee's eye test is arguably better than Bama. The eye test? Bama's got so many visible holes. The eye test and who we've beaten. If you take preseason rankings out of it, we should be ranked number two. Behind? In my opinion, Georgia. Georgia, or Ohio State, they look really good. Yeah, but I'm but it's affecting who we played too. Sure. But anyways, um, it'll all work out if we win. So. It will. So moving on, we got Ole Miss and Vandy. Ole Miss won 52-28. Jackson Dart went 25-32 for 448 yards, three touchdowns, and two picks. Swan from Vandy went 27-38 for 281 yards and two touchdowns. Honestly, pretty good games from both of them. Two interceptions from Dart is not very good. That's a little bit too much for me. To, to I like think Ole Miss is going to have a two-game losing streak at some point. <laughs> I just don't trust them. I mean, they're they, a bottom they down to Vandy at halftime. They're a bottom tier top twenty-five team That's to me. Bad. They're a low-end top twenty-five team. I don't think their defense is very good. Um, at I th- all. I, I just I don't think Jackson Dart is that good either. Kentucky, we we've seen kind of. What Kentucky is. Kentucky's better than Ole Miss. And they should have beaten Kentucky. Kentucky's better than Ole Miss. And Kentucky's not that good to me. 
I think they're they're pretty I good. I, I don't think they're as good as everybody thinking about to be. Like remember when we did the most overrated and they were in the top ten? Like I think I think we were right about Kentucky. I don't know. They we'll look see. bad. Um they look very bad. Yeah. Against South even <laughs> without Will Left, it's most SEC good SEC teams without their starting quarterback could be South Carolina. Not Auburn. Yeah, most good SEC teams. <laughs> Auburn lost last year. Anyway, moving on to the next game, which is South Carolina, Kentucky. South Carolina won 24-14. Spencer ran there with a large day of 177 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. Heath, I, I swear he's done a pick every game. So even when they win, it's like he's he's not the reason. He it almost looks like I mean it it, it reminds me of like the bad games for Bo Nix at Auburn, but it's like every game. Yeah. The picks, man. How I think many Jake freaking picks? Too. I he's Remember? thrown. I'm gonna go look this up real quick. Jersey. He was the worst. I hated him. He may have been the worst starting quarterback in the SEC in the last ten years. Spencer Rattler's thrown eight interceptions this year already. That's horrible. How many touchdowns has he thrown? Five. Oh gosh. That's a negative interception. And they still beat Kentucky. That's That's what I'm saying. TJ Finley, to be fair, had four interceptions and only one touchdown. So that was even worse. Would you rather have Jared Guarantano or TJ Finley? Oh, they both suck. That's that's the I feel like TJ's like got a little bit more arm talent, maybe. Garn, I, I can't say like I can give you a great answer. Because I, I didn't Jackson. TJ or Guarantano. <laughs> Man, they're both pathetic, that's for sure. Um I say Jarrett's worse. He was pretty bad. He was I'd bad. say Jarrett was worse than TJ. I <laughs> he, really he let Kentucky so. beat us at home thirty-four to seven. Whatever that was. Kentucky. He was horrible. Before they were like good Kentucky. Gosh. I'm convinced though Hypo would have found a way to do something good with him. Hypo would have gotten rid of them. I'm sure. Well, Milton, our backup, is like a, a better version of Guarantano. At least he was last year. Because they, they both of them only throw darts. I hate it when quarterbacks don't have to put any arc on their ball. They just throw laser beams. Right. Even if it's like a fade, it's just like a laser beam. Yeah. But um, I love – I like Milton, though. He'll be good for us next year. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got Arkansas and Mississippi State. Mississippi State won 40-17. K.J. Jefferson was out. <clears throat> the backup for Arkansas. Hornsby went 8-17 of 17 for 234 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Will Rogers went off and went 30, 31 of 48, 395 yards, and three touchdowns. I think he's finally getting the respect he deserves in the season because, boy, he's always been a phenomenal. He's just, he's always, he's never been able to take that, that step needed to, to get the respect or win big games. Yeah. He's never won big games. Just the talent is there. I think the talent is there. I don't know. But. You're right. He has it, one big game. It's games. interesting. And I, I'm just glad to see he's, they're finally winning with a big spread because the talent's there with Will Rogers and with Mississippi State. I'm telling I'm you. I'm excited for them. I'm telling you something right now. 
They're five and one. They should be six and zero. Oh. Yeah, that they shouldn't have lost to LSU. That just shows you got to win the games you got. You're supposed to win. I'm telling you. you so, to. Will Rogers, if they could easily go ten and two, if they go ten and two, Will Rogers will have a legitimate chance to win the Heisman. Well, I'm saying numbers. it. I'm no, saying it right now. He leads all of college football in passing yards. He's at 2,100 yards, 22 touchdowns, and three picks. There's only one person in all of college football with more touchdowns, and that is Stroud. So if Stroud gets close, he'll they'll give it to him. But I'm telling you, 2,100 yards is impressive at this point in the season. Yeah. It's like 350 yards a game. It's a lot. It's insane. He also throws it like 50 times. He know. does. His – He's taken 122 more attempts at this point than C.J. Stroud. That's bizarre. To put into perspective, Will Rogers is averaging 7.5 yards per attempt. Stroud's at 10.9. 10.9 is really stinking good. That, I mean, that's Heisman number right there. I mean, if you look at Hendon, Hendon completed 17 of 27 for like 286. So if he had the – if he was throwing as much as Will Rogers, he'd be putting up those numbers. Yeah. It's all about how much you're throwing. It is. How many? Okay. Unless you're a Rattler. Yes, yeah, so he ends at 10.2. He's going to struggle to get to the highs when I think because his touchdowns. I Ooh. wish, Hendon, I wish he would just start racking them up. He's only at 10 right now. I think. The I no think, picks is really impressive. Though. I think he'll. I have a hard time winning it unless we go 11 and 1. I think he could get to New York at 10 and 2. <clears throat> he could. I think it'd be tough. I'm not going to lie. I if saw y'all go to the SEC Championship, he'll be in. in a uh, Bleacher Report rankings for Heisman right. right now behind Stroud. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can talk about that in a second. But uh, Michigan State looks great. Uh, moving on, we got Missouri and Florida. Florida won in a close one, 24 17. Cook went 22 of 30 for 220 yards and two interceptions. Anthony Richardson had a fabulous day of 8 of 14 for 66 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. That's horrible. I've about decided with him, he plays up to his opponents and plays down to them. There's no reason that he throws for 400 yards on Tennessee and throws for 66 on Missouri. That's ridiculous. our DBs are not worse than Missouri's. If I was a Florida fan, I'd be upset. And he did good against Utah. I know. Well, he's, he, he's letting off the gas pedal when he thinks it's right. That's that simple. Well, there ain't no way that was right. I mean, that, that 24-17, says, it's not like they were winning. the kind of competitor he is, too, though. Yeah. So, 66 yards? Crap, son. That's horrible. I think that's the lowest amount of passing yards the quarterback's given in the yes. SEC game this year. That was worse than Daniels. Daniels was, what, 80 last week? Which is already pretty freaking low. That's, that's already like, pathetic. Jaden Daniels. Yeah. He threw for 85 against Auburn. Yeah. That's already 66. terribly low. 66 yards. Most quarterbacks in D1 go up there with their left arm and do that. Like, if I was – I don't know, maybe you're – I'd be – Wearing his ass out for the entire week. <laughs> the problem is apparently their apparently their backup is like horrible. I mean, really? wearing them out in practice, like you cannot play like 66 that. Sixty-six yards. That's like, horrible. That's bad. So, 
So, yeah. He, he did only throw 14 times. But, but still, that has to be because it also shows the confidence that he has in throwing that the ball. yards per attempt. Because it was a close game. I'm aware that yards per attempt is like four. Yeah, one minute. So, I mean, it was a good week. Uh, thank God Texas Savannah was close. I, I just appreciated it being a good game in general. Um, Tennessee's looking good. Ole Miss looked fine. Uh, Arkansas looks terrible. To be fair, KJ's not playing. But uh, I'm very impressed. I'm very high on Mississippi State right now. I think they can really ruin some people's day. They got I'm excited in Tennessee to Atlanta. Oh man! Let's start it. Woo! That'd be fun, wouldn't it? The Bulldogs. Remember? Did you? Yeah. You did not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know I did. We have the recording. I said said it to Jason last the other night. Oh. All right, so we're good to go to part two? Yep, let's move on to part two.